You know what it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. You know who it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Odi Mari Sodi Mari Sodi Sodi Mari Sodi. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Hey oh, yes no. Are you ready? Let's go. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. It's the Black and Snurdy Podcast with Odie and Maurice. Chess Ked. Chess Ked. What? I'm saying hello in Polish. Oh, okay then. Well, hello. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Black and Snurdy Podcast. We're back for another one of these. Jankuya, Jankuya. Okay, okay. <laughs> it means thank you in Polish. What does your welcome mean? I cannot, I don't know. Okay. I never learned that word. Do you want to rattle off three more phrases? <sighs> no, those are the only one. Those are the two that I barely got. Thank so. <laughs> you and hello. Yes. Okay. You really, uh. That, those are the two main ones you need. Hello. Right. Give me something. Thank you. You know? Hello, are, give me something and thank you. No, just like hello. Mm-hmm. The person, if someone helps you out, thank you is the m- thing that I'm, I'm probably going to say the most often. For the listeners, a uh, little bit of background. Uh, Odie just spent a week in Poland. <laughs> How was it? How was your trip? It was so fun. Mm-hmm. This was my first press trip internationally, Mm -hmm. so I was super excited. Did you get like a badge, a press badge? I did. I have a press little um, bracelet that I'm keeping, putting in my little uh, memento box. Shout out to you. Look at you. Look at Um, you being being a journalist. It was great. It was really, really fun. Um, I loved it. And just so because I brought us something back to share now. I mean, okay, we could take a picture, but you yeah. let's use my phone. Okay. Um, or let's do a video of it. Where Wait. should we put it? Uh, that's a good question. If only we had some sort of stand that could uh, I know allow us to do this in a multi-form sort of way. I know. Sorry. It's okay. How about this? Yeah, we'll just do it this way. Look at that. Look at us being ingenuitive. It's ingenuitive, right? That's the word? Okay, let's make sure that that doesn't fall. There we go. For the listeners, we're setting up a video of us <laughs> taking a shot of it's, um, what's it called? It's a Polish beer called bite or sorry, Polish vodka. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot pronounce like the whole word, but it's it also is called bison grass. Ooh, and apparently, that's there's appropriate. A, there is a grass leaf. Uh, there's a blade of grass in here. Mm-hmm. So it's like a whole thing where it's just a really famous um, vodka there. Should we each take like a quick shot of it? Yeah, that's what I that's what I brought it, brought I meant, it out for. But I meant like using like shot glasses. And so like that way we could do it at the same time. Oh, where's your shot glass that I got you? My shot glass is in the in my bag. Why don't you vamp for a quick second? All right. Well, okay, so it. let me tell you about this trip. First of all, I was in Gdansk, Poland. Which has a really interesting history because, um, fun fact, well, it's not a fun fact, it's kind of a funky fact, um, that that is where Hitler 
began World War II because that's where he invaded and that's how he took over Poland. Um, and they have a large history of like they overthrew, well, I guess you could say overthrew communism, but they um, they were really great protesters and were able to get the communist government to, you know, give them better wages and just they had solidarity. And it was really, it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a great time. Everyone was really nice. The food was actually pretty good. Um, but I, I mean, I can't tell you the, how much I loved getting my, uh, remember, did I send you the picture of Yes, the, you did. It's not even a question <laughs> of if you did. You know you sent me pictures <laughs> of food. <laughs> Everywhere you go, whenever you travel, first off, you stay on a plane, and second of all, anywhere you go, it, you're gonna you're gonna ha- have some food, and you're gonna send it to me to rub in my face. It's not rubbing; it's sharing. It's sharing some food that I I can't taste. Well, through the phone, but it was, it was a very it interesting did look trip. delicious. It did look delicious. Um, I on my way back, I sat next to this old white na- man named Peter. Peter, okay, who gave me his whole entire life story. Um, he, uh, yeah, yeah, so he has prostate cancer. Don't talk to me on a plane. Oh, oh, he shit, really? Is neutered. His words, not mine. Um, white dude. Yes, of that, course. That from, sounds like from Lo- from Long Island, Center Mauritius. Oh, okay. He wow. had a best friend that was black named David. That they're still best friends. That he told you that should probably tell you everything. Um, that he's not a Trump guy. He didn't understand why. <laughs> Did those... one lead before the other? I'm not a Trump guy. I have a black friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said he couldn't believe that those guys stormed the Capitol. He didn't understand what was wrong with them, why they're shooting people all the time. Oh, this black friend doesn't exist. E- um, either that or he's not really his friend because why is he telling strangers this stuff? Listen, it was a whole thing. He was on the on the racetrack. Mm-hmm. He was probably a two to three on the, like every white person, every person in this country is racist. We live yeah. in a racist country. So yeah. regardless of your ethnicity, you're going to be, you're going to be racist. You have to unlearn those things as you get older. Right. Yeah. It's but the one thing that's truly American about us. Is exactly. That we're all a bunch of fucking racists on um, some level. But the thing about with white people is they are, like either they will be like the kind of racist where it's those like progressive liberal racists mm-hmm. who don't realize they're being racist, mm-hmm. or and then you have the ones who who might be rec- be aware that they like you know have these racist thoughts and tendencies, so they're actively being anti-racist, mm-hmm. and then you have the ones who are just really just like being actively racist, know they're being actively racist and don't care. Mm-hmm. But and it's probably some some nuance. And some of course there's a middle ground in, the, in all of these. In all that. But I'm not gonna colors. I'm not gonna give you like a thirty point <laughs> yeah. list. But and even in that, like, you know, Martin Luther King was like the progressive moderates are the white people are the ones who are causing the most trouble, not mm-hmm. the ones who are necessarily like the super Republicans. Because they're the ones that get away with it. I mean, you know, he had underground. At one point, he said something about uh, black people being better off in the states than they are, like than if they would have stayed in 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 Africa due to, and that like so slavery wasn't, yeah. Okay. 
But, uh, well, How's this tying into us taking a shot? <laughs> it isn't. I was, that was just about my. That was. I was just giving you the information about gotcha. my story, my Polish um, trip. Right, 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 right. Because right. we were talking about Poland. Of, of course, of course, of course, of course. So that was all. You're back here. We've ta- I've poured the shots. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to take them? I really am. All right. So I don't know. Oh, the, we neither of us got the blade of grass. Uh, were we supposed to? Uh, is that know. like a good luck charm thing? Yeah, it's just in here. I don't really know if you're supposed to drink it or anything. It's like probably like the I, worm. I in hope the tequila. not. Yeah, it's probably like that. I hope not because I'm my, not. I'm not really. My dumbass would probably choke on that. And <laughs> you're recording a, this, so it is a blade of need, grass. I don't need evidence that I don't know how to drink. So. All right. Well. All right. Look at me in the eyes. What the hell was that? I don't. I nah. don't what was that? <laughs> <clears throat> I will look at me, boom, and mm. Ooh, that tastes like coffee. Who that had like a coffee Christmas kind of taste to it. It does have a. I feel like it does. Like a yeah, Yule, yeah. Yule log type shit. It does taste kind of like, like Christmas, pine. but it's not. It's not bad. Do I get a hint of cinnamon or? It is like a. It's interesting. It's like apple pie or something. Yeah. Aftertaste. It's not a bad one. It's not bad at all. It's just very. And it's actually very smooth. If I if I'm for when you're thinking about taking shots, mm-hmm. you know, those are always the worst. But that actually was like, if I went to Poland again, I would come back with this for. To give to someone. Well, I'm glad that uh, you caught me right as I'm fin- finishing up drinking vodka for the rest of the season. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, uh, I, I have the remainder of my vodka left uh, from my big-ass Tito's bottle. Yeah. And then from there, I'm just switching to whiskey for the rest of uh, for the winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a whiskey yeah. gal, so I, uh, I'm i yeah. down for that. Same here. Well, I mean, you say that like I'm going to share it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh, gosh. oh boy! But it's good that you were able to get out of the states for a little bit. You sound like you had an adventure. Uh, you've come back a little bit renewed. Well, not a little bit renewed. You've come back renewed uh, with some vigor. I say that. Great. I say that because you're not. You're. You're. You've actually switched it up. Instead of wearing your traditional red Howard shirt, you're I, wearing a different one. I am wearing a different Howard shirt. Um, I. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I need to actually get some more Howard hoodies, even mm-hmm. though they're still on some fuck shit. Do you know those babies are still out there on the ground? For real? And some, and some professors have joined in. This is like day 24 or 30 or something like that. This, this is uh, in protest. Yeah, the protest. Okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, damn, how long is it going to last? Like, I don't know, man. But it's, listen, shit's getting colder. Power to the people. Power to the people. Power to the people. I stand in solidarity with the students. Same. And the, uh, and, the and the professors. Professors who are in solidarity. Because where is Dr. Carly and all this? He's been uh, he's been super pro pro protesters. Okay, you cool. know how he good, is. Good, 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 good. I'm glad. I'm glad to know. <laughs> no issues with that. Good, good, good. Um. Be your heroes, but it's listen, not, you shout know, out to you for standing with the protesters. The thing is, I know that some of these older people they think they're all about the Howard brand, it's always about brand, the brand, the brand, the brand, the brand, the brand. Yep, but if the brand is not working mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's not helping me, what is the point of it being a good brand? Yeah, if I'm suffering, turns out if the brand is, um. Not soiled. What's the word? Um, uh, tainted. 
Yes. It's a tainted brand right now. Yes. And you're going to have to rehab that by doing what's right. So. Yes. Oh, boy. That actually was a fairly strong, straight up shot. <laughs> well, this is going to be an it. interesting episode. I just felt it behind one of my eyeballs. That's how I know <laughs> that it was strong. <laughs> we might need to just dive right on into a. Uh, to uh, pop culture because I'm starting to feel it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, starting off with some really good news. Mm -hmm. Um, Some icons in music got inducted into the 2021 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And their names are Jay-Z, LL Cool J, and, of course, the iconic Tina Turner. Yes! Um, and it so Tina Turner has been in the Hall of Fame already, but this was her, she's, I believe, the second woman to be in the Hall of Fame twice. Nice. Because once with, she was with uh, Ike, yes. and now on her own. So, mm. just, like, it's so great for her. I love that. I would have um, thought she would have been... It been in there before, right? Yes, yeah, same. It's always it's um, always surprising to me whenever somebody I find out that somebody's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. It's mm-hmm. like why, why weren't they why, there before? Why is it taking so long? Uh, Jay Z he got in at his first year of being eligible, mm-hmm. and LL Cool J was finally inducted after six to- six years of him being like nominated. Yes, and you know what? <laughs> I know I clown LL Cool J all the time for being boring, but. <laughs> He does deserve his flowers. I I will I will suspend. And I just got finished uh, watching all of in the house, <laughs> but I will suspend my LL Cool J slandery in order to properly give him his flowers along with uh, 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 Tina like, Turner and Jay Z. Yeah, I don't know why I wanted to. Who, when uh, Janet Jackson's not in the Hall of Fame, is she? Um, I feel like she should be. Sh- Right, she's in someone's Hall of Fame. I don't remember though. I can't tell you for for sure if she's in um in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, either way, that's in my mind. In my mind, I keep wanting to to say uh, Janet Jackson, but no. Uh, so again, just a very strong shout out to LL Cool J, Jay Z, Tina Turner, all deserving to be in the Hall of Fame. All of them legends, icons in their own right. Uh, yeah, just a strong shout out. <laughs> Fantastic um, news. Talking about some other possibly fantastic news. Okay. Um, depending on, you know, how you see it. Uh, Stevie J has filed for divorce from Faith Evans. <laughs> and I just feel like we should congratulate them because I think it is if you have the courage to say, you know what? This is not working. Mm-hmm. We need to be separated. That is better than being in a toxic relationship. And yeah. also, I just feel like Faith could do so much better. Which is strange because you yourself have uh, been a hater of her singing. I don't think she's that great of a singer, but she's still like a <laughs> she's still like a hip hop icon. Yes, yeah, she is. And a she's icon. a love. Um, and she's a woman. You know, I'm I'm rooting for everyone black, and I just feel yes. like she could do. She had to deal with all that bullshit with Biggie, mm-hmm. and I just feel like she needs. She deserves to have a a good relationship where she's getting loved on and treated be- fairly and nicely. And I just, I mean, nothing about Stevie J makes me feel that he would do that. <laughs> 
Yeah, see, I'm one of the few people who every time I hear uh, stuff about divorce, I don't automatically go, oh, that's so sad. No, like, I feel like if you get to the point where you're divorcing somebody or a couple is getting a divorce, that means that whatever was going on is was unreconcilable and whatever is going on has ended. Like, as yeah. far as, like... You know, uh, it could be any number of things. I, I'm not about to sit up here and speculate why this divorce is happening, but this gives them a fresh start, a new chapter mm-hmm. uh, once they once the divorce is finalized and everything is done as far as the courts are concerned. Um, they could start fresh however the hell they want. If they want to partner up with other people or if they want to stay single or anything in between. The the world is their oyster. They can start anew and it's never too late to start fresh. Aye, aye, friend. Fuck yeah. Um, speaking of... <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking of starting fresh... Mm-hmm. Um, I, did you hear like a week or so ago that apparently these LGBTQ IA plus organizations were telling, saying that allegedly saying that the baby like can get a pass because he apologized, but like Dave Chappelle uh, can't because he hasn't apologized. I heard something along those lines. I didn't know that they were tied together. I had heard that, uh, the LGBT, uh, Q, uh, the the LGBTQ plus community had accepted uh, the baby's apology. That's what I had heard. I didn't know that it was necessarily tied in with Dave Chappelle's uh, uh, what he's been going through right now, or not going through what he what's been happening in that sphere. That's all I know. Well, apparently TMZ reported that, and you know when TMZ reports something in the top culture, people generally listen because they seem to kind of always be right. Mm. Um, but uh, the organization Relationship Unleashed, um, they have released a statement saying that TMZ grossly misquoted them, um, and that basically what they were saying was wrong so they, you can you guys it's a long post that they made so everyone can go read it so where's the what is the official stance right now they said our organization stands on strong principles of being defenders of the lgbtqia community mm-hmm. and nothing has changed today we were engulfed by the news outlet in a fire we did not start our comments to a brief question were grossly misquoted and intentionally framed in a clickbaiting headline drive traffic to TMZ. We vehemently deny this assertion and the reporting does not align with our values or mission. So from reading that, that makes me think that they're saying they did not say that and that's, that is not what they meant. Okay. So, right. I mean, you can read it and see if you think what you take from it. Um, but either way, I think that uh, I don't think that anybody can um, apologize for or accept an apology for a whole group of people. Um, that's oh, just... Right. So I think that that, regardless of if one group was like, yeah, sure, we don't care about what the baby said, that doesn't mean, that doesn't absolve him of being, you know, an asshole. Mm-hmm. You can read more about these. In, all links can be found in the show notes. Yes. Yes. And uh, in other gay news... Mm-hmm. Um, do you, you still wear pink on Wednesdays? I know this is a reference to something. Oh it's bothering me. Ugh. Oh, wait. Hold on. I, I believe 
I'm just going to go ahead and say sure. <laughs> I'm going to say sure as if fetch is a thing. Yes, there we go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. You there got we go. it. See, I, I landed somewhere. You landed there. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, apparently all of the um, guys that were in Mean Girls mm. have eventually come out as gay. That's interesting. Damon. Mm-hmm. He came out. Um, well, his name is Daniel Franzi. He came out in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he looks fabulous in these photos. Mm. Love him. Um, I can look through your glasses. And you can see all the pictures, right? Yep. Aaron Samuels. He's the one that she was in love with. Mm-hmm. Um, he was played by Jonathan Bennett uh, also. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. And I mean, there's a bunch of them. Uh, Will you can look at the thing, but also the um, young Indian kid in the movie, uh, Kevin. He played Kevin G. His real name is Raj Rajiv Surindra. Mm-hmm. Um, also gay, and I'm like, this is great. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Let's so go to find out. Let's have some more. Ooh, he's hottie with a body. He's a body with a. He's you, a hottie with a body. You said it right the first. I did. Time. Okay. Yeah, you did. Well, are you okay after this shot? I am. I just you know, haven't talked on here in a while. I feel like I'm all jumbly. Hmm. Um. All right. Some good Harry Potter news. Well, I don't know. I. How do you I feel about this? No, I. I will say I don't know if any new good. There's no good Harry Potter news. Is it because old girl is? Yeah, because she's a turf. So regardless of it, all this IP. Yeah, like I can't have a good experience at a Harry Potter thing. It's more of like a nostalgic thing, and still possibly like feeling shitty about it. You know. Side note: uh, uh, Before you say this news, did you see that they're doing like a 20th anniversary like trivia? A game show type I thing. Did. Have you have have you checked it out yet? Not yet, but I, uh, I know it's happening because okay. I've just it's I've been in the chats. How the well would you do? I would probably do like on a scale of one to ten. Ten being I know everything about every aspect. I would do a seven. The thing is, like I do know a lot of things, but mm-hmm. sometimes my working memory is not the greatest. Right. So that's where I would get caught up. Or like I'll remember the whole thing, mm-hmm. but I'll get stuck on maybe like saying the name and I'll, or I'll remember some sort of obscure thing around it. Yeah. Because um, we were in that bar the other day and you were blanking on one of the names. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing that, and the thing that fucking annoys me is that literally I haven't, so the last time I listened to the whole series mm-hmm. on um, audiobook was probably like two years ago, maybe three years ago. I said I was going to do it again. Mm-hmm. But like, I used to read the books every summer mm-hmm. um, from the time they came out. Mm-hmm. I would just be like reading them all over again. So it's not as if the information is not there. Yeah. It's just the fact that <laughs> it fucking leaks out <laughs> when yeah. I need it the most. Um. But I would watch it. It's just like, but those things again, like I can't get full joy because the turf, the turfinator. Yeah. Um. But this is some news that allegedly Chris Chris Columbus wants to do an he uh cre- he was the um director of the first movie. Mm-hmm. He wants to do a movie version of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which is currently on Broadway, mm-hmm. with Daniel Rupert and Emma in their original roles. Now, mm. I c- if that happened. 
I would fucking, it would be a whole thing. Now, what is the story of the Cursed Child? Like, where does okay. that take place so, within the <clears throat> Potterverse? Cursed Child is, uh, did you read any of the books? I'm familiar with the books. Did you I, read any I of didn't them? read okay, them. Okay, thank you. So at the end of the seventh book, mm-hmm. um, it says, all is well. It, it, there's an epilogue that fast forward, I think, like, I don't know, maybe it was like 20 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the types of questions that I will not remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it fast forward. Harry's married to he, one of the Harry is married to Ginny. They're at the um, platform nine and three quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are sending their kids off to Hogwarts. Right. Yeah. So this story is starting where they're, they all now their children have been going to Hogwarts. They have like, um, it's starting with their, um, with Albus Severus. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the second son, and he goes to Hogwarts. He st- becomes besties with Scorpius, who is Draco's son. Mm-hmm. And you know Draco and Harry had that history, and so yeah, they were beefing exactly. So like Harry's not very trusting of this of their friendship, and then like of course, like most times when you have a super famous parent. The kid, his life is like completely different, right? Then he's trying to get out of his father's shadow. Yeah, it's just like that kind of stuff. It's he he goes gets sorted into Slytherin, mm-hmm. so it's just like it's a whole nother way of life. Uh, um, so the curse is a fame. I mean, you could call it that. You could, it, it, you could or call infamy. it. But there's a lot of things that happen. There's some like, of course, now there has to be like a thriller version part of it. So, I mean, I saw the play. I was lucky enough to get tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually read the book first when they first came out, but I remember telling people when they went, there was a lot of controversy around it, mm-hmm. but I was like, you can't read this as you would read an actual book. You have to read it as if you read a play. Like, if you're reading Hamlet or something, you don't read it as if it was, like, a regular book. Right. Um, and Because they literally write it like the play. Yeah. It looks like that, like a screen. It's been a screenplay. Um, but when you, when you read it, it's one thing, but when you watching it, oh my God, that fucking turf, man, she knows how to make a fucking show. Mm -hmm. And that's what pisses me off. I think even more. Did, did she, so she wrote this, she She didn't play. No, basically she basically let somebody, somebody did a fanfic (laughs) Mm-hmm. For Harry Potter, mm-hmm. she, she liked it enough to say, "Okay, this is canon." Well, like now that's added in, and she went, you know, like she worked with them with it. Oh, okay, got you. Got you, got um, you got but you, got they you, got basically you. wrote it. She gave them notes and da 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 da. But you could tell it wasn't her. Gotcha. I think that's also why people were like kind of out of it and weren't loving it when they were reading it because you could kind of tell it wasn't really her style. And then also with a play, you can't you can't do anything as in depth. When you're talking about um, the way that in, in the books, you know, you really go for it. Like, you really know a lot what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just can't get that in the play. But either way, it was good. Um, and I'm curious if they do do this, if they do this movie with all the ca- with, the, with the actual characters. Mm-hmm. But actually, no. I don't want to be the original cast because the best thing about the movie, with about the um, play, was Hermione was black. So, sorry, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. 
<laughs> what if they recast her? What if they recast uh, recast Emma? Yeah, and just make her black. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Come on. Hello, Rupert Grant and 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 Daniel. You can come on through. Yeah. And That's uh, fine. Hermione can uh, not Hermione. Uh, what's her name? Emma Roberts and Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Or Emma Watson. Emma. Sorry, dude. There's like <laughs> nine different Emmas in Hollywood. Emmas it's and true. Chris's. There's just too many of them. Um, could could easily like she's doing fine on her own without she the is. Harry she's Potter. She's doing so many things. She probably wouldn't even want to do it. Exactly. It could just be even like a, a time commitment thing. Couldn't do it. Exactly. So. Exactly. So we're gonna have a black Hermione. Mm-hmm. Love you. You, Emma, I wish you the well. I you could be in another another spinoff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, that'd be great. And one thing that I speaking of like reimagining mm-hmm. series, you've seen Fifth Element, right? Yeah, I think we watched it. We did watch it. Yes, we did. Okay, so you know it's one of my favorite movies. Yes, you told me. Now, what do you think about L- Little Nas X? Mm-hmm. Playing Ruby Rod hmm. in like a he gets like a spin off movie. Ruby Rod was uh Chris Tucker's character, yes. correct? That would actually be very entertaining. And he would be perfect. Yeah, because Chris Tucker doesn't have that uh energy anymore, I don't think. Like, well, he's also just older, you know. Well that too, but I mean like even did you ever see his uh stand up special? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's actually slightly more subdued than yeah, you would think you know, a Chris Tucker special would be. He's a older man, like he just has a different priorities. And not saying that like just because you're older you can't have energy, but just like his he's matured, yeah. you know, like he doesn't. But he none of most of these comedians, uh, like I all feel like they are none of them are acting the same way that they acted when they first came out. Right. Um. So you would, you would hope not. Yeah, I would hope not. Like you're a grown ass man. Yeah, grown ass person. But I would actually love to see. I would pay good money, good yes. money to see Lil Nas X as a uh, as this fulfillment character. Yes, and, and and like a whole movie based around the character. Yeah, I feel like he could be doing something. Like he could be, like he could go, and and who knows? Maybe he and Corbin Dallas get uh, Bruce Willis back in there. Uh, Maybe he Bruce Willis seems like he doesn't want to do any movies action anymore. movies. <laughs> like he he just like if I don't know if you've ever paid attention to any time he goes on like a press junket or mm-hmm. goes like he just seems so fucking over it and you out know, of it. He's they like, could do does the bare minimal <laughs> of he, promoting it could be the movie that Corbin Dallas and Mila uh, Corbin Dallas and Lilu they have a child and of course the child's super fucking magical because. She's the fucking fifth element, mm-hmm. and Ru- Ruby Rod and the kid get together and have to save the world. That's kind of the plot. There's something going on there that you know he, the child, is able to is going to be able to fix, and then boom, and then of course Ruby Rod has stayed looking so young mm-hmm. because back then, obviously in the future you have super duper wealth, you can do anything to your face, yeah, just like in the Hunger Games. So he's gonna just, just have like magically well me? exactly true. You gotta get um, good enough money. <laughs> oh, you think Paul Rudd is just like that? <laughs> I'm on to you, Paul Rudd. Like you've been working since the nineties. Like you got oldest, your money. Sexiest man. You got your money stacked up, and I know exactly for what for. Well, hey, you're it's telling working. me you don't got no crow's feet at all. Come it's on, Paul. Working. Come on, Paul. Whatever you're doing. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> we love it. 
okay. We uh, love it. Shout out to Barbara. Um, <laughs> all right. Are you ready for some not so fun stuff? Yeah, bring it on. Where are we? Where where are we? Okay, so I don't know if you heard that there was a fourteen year old girl who was missing last month. That like is a young black girl that everybody was looking for, putting pictures up. Her name uh, was Jashaya Moore. Came across, uh, yeah, came across the story. So apparently, she was found yesterday, which everyone loved. But now her mom, Jamie Moore, is. In custody, like there are some charges against her for endangering the welfare of a child. They haven't really given any more information, but I'm like, this is crazy. Because when when the story first came out, I was very concerned because the mother has, uh, she was supposed, the mother and the daughter ha- are part of a domestic abuse case against the stepfather, mm-hmm. and the stepfather is a police officer. So now I'm like, okay. She said when they when she was looking for her daughter that the police came to her house, took her phone, and deleted things out of the phone. Mm. So I'm like, all right, are they? It did it did she do something to get uh, charged for this endangering, or are they trying to shut her up? Yeah. It so it's a very interesting. Like there's potentially a anything some police corruption Could potentially allegedly maybe possibly maybe some ties of that going on there's because it seems like some the, sprinklings the, of that corruption. the girl ran away. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very clear, but it's not that she. So whatever she was running away for, she didn't tell her family, mm-hmm. and you know she's only fourteen, so it was just like. It's crazy, and I hope that whatever that family is going through, that they get the counseling and support that they need from the community. Same here. That the stepfather isn't able to cause any more harm, physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, or mentally, mm-hmm. and they're just taken care of because all of it's going on and being like out in the world in everyone's face, that just really sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, And in some kind of good uh, political news. Steve Bannon has been indicted by a federal grand jury. I don't know why he's saying that's somewhat good news. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, indicted just means that there's enough evidence on yeah. him to take him to trial, or well, they said to um, charge him. They charged he was charged with one contempt count involving his refusal to appear for a deposition, mm-hmm. and another involving his refusal to produce documents despite a subpoena from the House Select Committee to investigate the January sixth attack on the U.S. Capitol. Mm-hmm. So. It could be a bunch of things. All I know is fuck you and I want you to go to jail because either way, even if it's not for this, you did a whole bunch of fuck shit that we definitely need you to be gone off the street for. Miss me with that bullshit. Um, fuck you, Steve Bannon and all of his cronies and everybody who stands with or by him. Fuck yes. him. Fuck him. Um, fuck him into the dirt, man. There's about to be another bison in the in the in the Big house and well, not the big house, uh, not not that. Sorry, uh, bison in the um, the governor's in po- in a big political platform. In, in politics, politics. <laughs> I was trying to think of a better way to say this, but big house is, sounds horrible. Yeah, big house is jail. <laughs> well, I was thinking of big house, like you know where the like master slept, like that big. House. Oh, that's how is that is that where that comes from? 
Um, I thought the big house. Maybe. I always uh, attributed the big house to jail. Like, I've oh, heard the big house in jail, but I'm going, thinking about send the big them house. to the big house. Yeah, I've heard for both, so I I don't know which one. And as far where. as sla- as far as like slave stuff, I've heard the main house as like a mm. like the master the master's house is like the main house. Hmm. Well, maybe people used both. Yeah, but either way, you know, um, Letitia Letitia Wright. Mm-hmm. She um she is running for governor. Okay. She's the now is the attorney general here in New York. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she's uh running against um ooh, I'm going to mispronounce her name. The uh, lieutenant governor right now, Hotchstool. I don't know how to, I'm not pronouncing it correctly. I know, I know, I'm I know. I'm not trying to not pronounce it correctly. I know. Just, I know. I rarely hear it. Okay. I don't ever see it. Okay. Not attacking you or anything like that. I'm fine. I know you're not attacking me. You gave me like this look. Like, no, don't come I'm for me. And I'm staring. like, I'm not. <laughs> look, My eyes are not talking to uh, you. The last two weeks, I have been like uh, told and put in my place by people who thought I was coming for them. So now I have to put my. Well, don't come hand. for me. I'm not coming for you. <laughs> I have to edify that i'm not coming for nobody listen if i thought you were coming for me i would surely say hey don't come for me all right well good i'm glad we figured that out and got that (laughs) fucking clarified (laughs) um well okay anything anyway other things that are kind of happening is in new york are um are uh numbers going up um numbers of what COVID numbers. Our COVID numbers are going of yeah. of what of like actual people who are contracting COVID or yes, really. So, yeah, uh, get your booster if you can. Get vaxxed if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think it's coinciding with the fact that the weather is changing? Probably. And, uh, you know, we're we're into the colder seasons. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting a flu shot. Not at the same time, of course, but just you know. Sorry, I just I read your hat just now. <laughs> it says anti Swisher sweets. Yeah, it just dawned on me that you had something on your hat. Anyhow, um, but yeah, I'm right there with you as far as like you know get get your vaccines, get your boosters, um, you know like stay. If you this is we've learned our lesson from being in this uh uh pandemonium. For like a good year now. If you feel like you are coming down with the cold, don't go to work. Stay home. Don't like go. don't get on the train coughing and hacking up phlegm and everything like that. Like stay masked up, stay vaxxed up, stay boosted up, and stay your ass home so that this stuff does not spread. And you're no one needs to go to get their favorite fucking uh um <laughs> You know, brunch spot in the winter where they're using those big ass sternos and stuff <laughs> on the outside and stuff it, that badly. Like you could <laughs> skip brunch for one fucking day to make sure that you're drinking some orange juice that has that doesn't have champagne in it and get yourself healthy again. So just stay healthy, stay healthy and stay out of the fucking way. Yes. That's my message to everybody because <laughs> I don't, I work from home. The very few times that I have to travel out is when I'm coming to do a podcast uh, or when I'm going to do another, a different podcast. Shout out to my other podcast, Your Drunk DM. Uh, or, or when I'm going out on these dates or, and, and shit. Like, that's the only time I, I ever leave my house now. And I catch the train, I catch public transit. 
I don't need to have to, you know, possibly run into COVID bubbles, <laughs> you know, or a, a cloud of COVID. Just like walk right into that. I wear my mask. I have two masks at this point. Well, um, also don't bathe in borax if you do get the vaccine. What's this now? Um, oh, you did not know? <laughs> That there is a TikTok doctor who is telling people to detox the vax from them. Uh, And it's there inside the bath is baking soda, Epsom salts, and uh, bentonite clay. And she recommends adding a cup of Blorox, which is a cleaning agent, um, to take the nanotechnologies out of you. So... Um, Man, TikTok, the the pendulum of TikTok swings. It swings, it swings so violently because, yeah. like, on the one hand, I love it when they're taking down uh, fucking Republicans with K-pop. Yeah. But on the other hand, then you got fucking TikTokers out here. <laughs> TikTokers. Yeah, uh, yeah, out here just giving out some wild fucking remedies for things that don't need to exist. It's just really, really weird, and I like guys. And dolls. And dolls. Mm-hmm. And y'alls. When you use borax, you put that in your house to clean, to make sure you don't get ants or roaches and da 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 da. Because mm-hmm. it kills them. I can't even put it up in my apartment because I have a cat and a dog, and it'll eat, if they eat it, they will probably die. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen if you're letting it inside your mucous membranes? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, like, com- if people let. That have va- JJ's. Mm-hmm. That sounds horrible. Yeah. You're going to give yourself a horrible yeast infection or something. Mm-hmm. Do not do that. That just sounds disgusting. Just don't. You're going to get an irritation all over your body. It's just unnecessary. And at the end of the day, the thing that makes it even worse, you can't unvax yourself. Mm-hmm. It's you, it's not like you could do something and it's going to suck out the vaccine from your body. Once it's in there, it's in there. Yeah. That's it. That's all. Uh, it's just I'm stressed. Stay, are, keep borax away from your floor wax, okay? <laughs> keep it away. Just knock yeah, it off. Stop please, doing it. Please and thank you. Um, I feel like this. Yeah, just, just come on. Do better. Do you want to end the pop culture on... A good high note? I absolutely do. All right. Penny with something really nice to wash off that borax off my fucking skull. Judge Brenda Penny ruled mm-hmm. that the conservatorship of the person and estate of Britney Jean Spears is no longer required, ending an arrangement that has long overseen the singer's life and finances. So, my, my girl Britney free? She's free! <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. It's about this time. I've been saying free my girl Brittany. I've been playing toxic uh, mm-hmm. left and right just to, just in solidarity. But, man, it's good. This is finally something good that has happened to this. I don't want to say to to to, to Brittany, to Brittany. You yes, know? congratulations to her. And I know that, you know, there's a lot of bad blood between her 
her siblings, or I don't know if she has siblings, but her sister, her mom. Oh yeah, she she at least have one one sibling. The, yeah, but she doesn't have siblings. I think she just doesn't has she one have a brother. Oh, uh, I don't know. That's why I said I don't know if she has one. Anyway, I hope that I'm she, just going off. I hope of what she's I able to reconcile mm-hmm. uh, those relationships in a way that's healthy for her. Uh, and and I hope that she's able to most importantly have a relationship with her children the way that she wants and needs. Yes, and that's healthy for all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want her to be able to have a happy, happy life. I hope yeah. that this relationship with her and um, this man that she's marrying is goes well. Mm-hmm. That they're really truly in love, and that you know she has a prenup and is and make sure that she's being well taken care of. Right. Um, like I just want her to be able to be free and happy and safe, and I no one to be taking advantage of her because they've been doing that for all her life at this point. Yeah, and that she gets to finally get her and appreciate her flowers, like because she's a legend at this point. She's been around. Oh Jesus! What twenty plus years yeah. at this point? Like that's that's a legacy in and of itself. I hope that like she can take her music career wherever she wants it. If she wants to make new music, or if she wants to wants to just like do some Vegas shit and just like live out the rest of her life playing the hits, doing some diva shit, or or however she wants to spend her life. I hope that she spends her life doing whatever the fuck she wants to do without having it to be dictated by anybody else. Like, live your life and and get your flowers and smell those fucking flowers. Just live your life. Hey. Oh, wait. Are we supposed to be singing that song? Oh. <laughs> wait, who's on this song? Oh, ew. God. It's this song. Every time. Every time you think something's okay, one of these bastards have to fuck it up. God, they're so annoying. Oh, we could just do what they what they did in Mitchell's uh, versus the machines and just take him off of that song and just do the Rihanna part. Oh, there we go. There we go. We only care about Rihanna. Yes. That's yes. the only one who matters. Yes. But no, I'm really proud of her. She mm-hmm. stuck it out. She's pushed through. Um, and, you know, I'm glad that this is a success story where the fans were able to do something that was for the good. You know, I think that people, if we could, and I and I just want this to have a happy ending. You know, Me like, too. you know, you watch those movies, like, it's like, oh, you know, the Black Mirror episode where they, they free the, the, the um, singer from the doll, but, like, her body's dead and she can't get into it. So now she has to figure out what she's going to do with it. And it's like, what? Like, I wanted her to have just a good, happy life and a happy time without mm-hmm. having to figure out mm-hmm. what else she's going to have to do, mm-hmm. what people are going to be saying, what people are going to be trying to control her. Mm-hmm. Just let her have a life of ease. Let her enjoy all that money she's worked and danced her ass off of. Like, you know... And, She's been working for how many years since she was such a little girl. She's never been able to just enjoy herself. And that's what I want for her because she deserves it. Yeah. Agreed. I'm right there with you. So again, shout out to Brittany. Shout out to, uh, you know, getting this uh, big win. This is a big ass W. So we love you, Brittany. Love you, Brittany. 
All right. Are you ready to uh, take a break? Yes, I am. Uh, we're going to just take a real quick break and we'll be back with more of the Black and Snurdy podcast. BRB. You're listening to the Black and Snurdy podcast. We now return to the Black and Snurdy podcast. Can you feel the love tonight? It is where we are. I don't know the Elton John version, so I don't know why I went What into... version are you singing? That was the Elton John version. What other version is there? The one that's straight from the movie. Oh. Oh. Because, okay. yeah, there's the... There's the uh, I can see what happened and they don't have a clue. Like, there's that version, and then there's the one that's on, like, the actual soundtrack of... Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't I don't know that one. I only know the Lion King one. So then the question becomes, why did I think that I could sing the Elton John version? These are cute <laughs> I couldn't even get that far into it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Silly me. Silly me. But I just love to sing. I haven't sung in a long-ass time yeah, on not. this podcast. And I haven't... Uh, it feel, it, every time we take, like, a, a, a quick, like, week off or something like that, and then we come back, I always feel like I got a brush the rust off me or something like that so you know i feel like you've definitely brushed it off Mm -hmm. i feel good you don't feel rusty at all which is why now it is time for us to move into our mental health section where we you and i talk about our mental health It could if I wanted to. Um, no, oh. we, we just talk about we just talk about what's going on in our in the world of mental health for mm-hmm. us individually and at large. And so, like, where should we begin? Um, well, how have you been? How's how things been going? Are you still smashing the blue? Um, I am smashing through the blue. Uh, I had to, well, (laughs) this is going to sound terrible, but, uh, I swear to God, I'm not broke, but I did have to, uh, not do therapy for this week Uh just to save some money. Um, just a little bit because the holidays are coming up. Um, but sorry, but that doesn't mean that anything is going Oh my goodness! What is going on with me? Uh, that doesn't mean that anything anything is up. Negatively speaking, uh, everything is going pretty well. Uh, I've been taking my medication on a regular basis. You've been checking in with me to make sure that that's happening. I've been making sure to do it the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning. Uh, I I've now timed it so that I do it maybe ten to five minutes before my first nine thirty meeting. That I usually have every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm on like that kind of regular schedule instead of just like taking it like in the bumblefuck of five or six o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and, and just like groggily waking up. Now I'm like energized, if that makes sense. It, yeah. just, it just makes sense. Um, and I myself am doing fine mental health speaking. Um there's not really much to report the the the, the time before this uh, I spoke with my therapist uh, just about you know just in general some lackadaisical feelings that I've had about just like needing to energize myself so uh-huh. 
And I think that's just a seasonal thing. It's, yeah. you know, it's colder outside. Um, it's getting dark early now. We just got finished having daylight savings time. So now it's, is it that it's getting dark earlier? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So now it's getting dark earlier. Um, but I've been forcing myself to, like, get out of the house so that I'm not just staying in my room all the time. Um, like even just yesterday I went out, uh, with a friend called, like they were off on, they were off of work and I was not at the time. Uh, so I was just like, yeah, why don't you come over and we'll, we'll hang out for a little bit, uh, (laughs) during the work day. Um, (laughs) but yeah, uh, I'm doing well. I will say that I'm doing well. Medications is being taken. Uh, life is being appreciated. Mm -hmm. I very much appreciate where I am right now. Um, and I'll get into that a little bit more later in a different section, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, everything is good. I can't complain. Good. Yeah, um, how's things on your end? I would say things are pretty good. Um, I feel like I'm still getting a little bit of a high from my Polish trip. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt really good about that. Um, I didn't, and I didn't have therapy that week, so I was happy that I didn't need like, I didn't, I wasn't stressing out mm-hmm. so much. Like, I didn't have any anxiety attacks or panic attacks or anything like that, which is great. Mm. Um, so that was really good. And then this week, going back into the swing of things with therapy, um, I felt like I'm, I got good advice, I guess, if you would call, call it from them. And we were doing some uh, good work. So I'm like, this is... I'm enjoying it. I feel like it's we're doing good things. So I'm looking forward to seeing um, where things are going. Um, you know, work is kind of stressing me out, but that's just <laughs> nature of things. So outside of that, I think everything else is, is pretty good. Okay. That's good to hear. Um, so now that we've kind of checked in with each other, mm-hmm. there was an interesting article that I read today mm-hmm. um, on the New York Times, and it was <coughs> titled, Do You Hide Your True Self While Dating? When dating interracially, some black people say that code switching, a common practice of adapting the way that you, they look, speak, or act in different social settings, comes as second nature. Mm-hmm. So while reading this article, the people in there are talking about how uh, one of the people was saying how they won't speak um, Ebonics, quote unquote. Um, they won't wear certain clothing. Like they purposely wore Birkenstocks on their first date with the white guy. Um, another person was like that they like actively switched the sound of their voice or they weren't wearing their hair a certain way. And I'm just curious of what, like, I want maybe talking to a therapist about what the implications of, I don't know if you would call this internalized racism or, um, or just, yeah, I don't know. I think internalized racism might be the, the main thing. And I, I wonder if that is like, a mental a, a mental health crisis. Hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, well, hmm. It, that's interesting. I it could. 
I was initially I wouldn't necessarily uh, have said it was a form of a crisis, but in a lot of ways it seems like it is because it has to do with the identity. It has to do with uh, double consciousness and within like your most personal interpersonal relationship. Like if you're dating somebody and you want to give your all to that relationship, but you feel like you have to compartmentalize a section of yourself. I myself could say that I've code switched in some way, shape, or form whenever I was in an interracial relationship. Mm. Um, I, you know, it's not, it's not something I would say that I did on purpose. It's just one of those things that just sort of like happened of just like, oh, I like this person, and, you know, they just so happen to be white, and... You know, I, you know, I'm, there's certain things that I'm just not going to do or talk about uh, around them or with them just mm-hmm. because like, like I, I want to keep things neutral uh, yeah. or, or something like that. But in a way, in trying to keep things neutral, you are denying an aspect of who you are as an individual person. Yeah. So that that does seem kind of crisis like to me. I want to talk to a therapist about this, too. Um, I, I remember in one of my relationships, like I, I had like a mental breakdown. Mm -hmm. It was a, it was, it actually, what triggered it was the riots, um, in Baltimore Mm -hmm. and, uh, just having to like break down and, and explain exactly why this was bothering me really took a toll on me personally and made it clear that like I was hiding an aspect of who I was, uh from my significant other at the time of just like there's a whole black ass side of me Mm -hmm. that i just never talked about i never addressed i just never even dealt with or allowed into that relationship and instead i just kept things at the like oh the things that we uh find similar are our similarities are the things that we uh find the same you know like Mm -hmm. i (laughs) I used to have this one bit where I'd be like, a lot of times people, uh, you know, focus on the things that make us different when we should be focusing on the things that make us the same. And the one thing that we all have in common is that we swallow love and spiders uh, every year or something like that. Like just just some dumb <laughs> fucking shit like that. Uh, that was that was essentially the, the bit that I used to do. Um, but I've, I've since, since that mental breakdown that I had, like I've gone the other way with it now. Now I'm just like, no matter who it is, whether, whether I am dating somebody who is also black or, you know, dating somebody who is not, or if I'm in an interracial relationship, I'm going to make sure that I'm my black ass self. Like Mm -hmm. I have no choice. It's for my, it is for my mental health Mm -hmm. because I can't compartmentalize aspects of myself anymore i just can't one i'm too lazy to do it <laughs> i just can't do it anymore it's it, it takes a lot to like have to uh do you know who cheryl hines is i once told my girlfriend at the time that i had a crush on cheryl hines i'm i'm visioning have you ever said curb your enthusiasm yes she's larry david's wife oh yeah i do like her yeah i like her too like but like i i made it so that like she was like I went hard for fucking Cheryl Hines for some reason and uh and I and I was just like "Eh, actually in real life uh I think she's fine you know like I think she's okay I don't know about like foin but like you know that but that's neither here nor there like like I just can't compartmentalize aspects of my life anymore whoever I'm dating they're gonna get 100% of Maurice E. Licorice 
the second. Okay? As they should. Yes. Um, Probably to the detriment of a lot of these first dates because I come in hot. I'm just like, this is just what it is. Um, I wonder if. Accept it or not. It might be a form of like um, trying to live in not an alternate reality, but kind of like if you're dating a white person and they're not someone who like actively. Because there are white people I know who are like super active in like anti-racism mm-hmm. Um, you know, organizations and stuff like that. So they are, are very well aware of like things that are happening in the community, mm-hmm. uh, in the black community, Asian community, Latinx, et cetera, et cetera. But if you're dating like, you know, a regular, regular white person who would probably be sympathetic to these causes, but isn't like maybe putting it, making it a point to like start, excuse me, like be like, invested in them mm-hmm. i wonder if it just feels like you come home and it's like a breath of fresh air because you don't have to come home and think about all the terrible things that are happening but then that only really could be going on for so long before you explode because like, yeah when you come home no one's saying like oh did you hear about so-and-so got shot today but then after a while i feel like i would be like okay so you just never hearing about this this stuff mm-hmm. you never you never hearing about it like damn like i don't need to talk about it all the time but you know we could at least mention it at least one time you didn't see it in the news again yeah. like what kind of like what kind of it, it like almost like weird ass wish fulfillment is that to live in a world where you never hear about a lot of the shit that's going on in our community you know what I mean? I mean, like sometimes when, like, if you're reading the news, um, what they're giving us is usually very bleak. Yeah. About what's happening, so I can see how someone could, for their mental health, not want to hear any news, like just because it's like, damn. Like I remember when Eve said she and her husband never talked about like race or whatever like that until recently, and I was like, how? But I'm understanding like this, and I'm t- I'm sometimes I'm tired. Wasn't like, she married to like a billionaire or yeah, some shit like, like that? Yeah, he's like a billionaire. So they can stay on owner. an island that has. They don't have to think about anybody. It doesn't even have to think about black people, white people, anyone. They can just be wealthy by yeah. themselves, and they that's could, it. They could stay on each like fucking wing of their <laughs> mansion and never come in contact with the outside world. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. And so, like. I don't know. I mean, I've never dated a white person. Um, and when I've been in interracial relationships with other people, mm-hmm. we were all pretty aware of what was going on in the communities that we were in. So right. I, I don't know what that feels like to not bring stuff up or to be, like, behaving differently. Um, I would say, like, if I don't think that someone's going to know the slang that I'm using, that could be maybe something that I would I would use different slang but I don't know it's like it's just weird like the way that you'd have to be thinking about oh I'm not gonna wear my Tim's to their house because I don't want it to look too black like that's weird to me like that's weird and it's just I kind of feel like that's just feeding into the stereotypes of like oh if I wear this I look too black when mm. in reality like everybody wears if you're everybody wears everything like there's nothing that one that black people only wear, like at this point everybody is wearing everything. Yeah. And even if you were wearing, you know, hip hop looking clothes, who the hell cares? 
Like, it's just clothes. What you, it's not like you're supposed to be going to a ball. You're supposed to be hanging out and going to Fridays. Wear your Tims and your jeans and call it a day. Like, one of the people said that they would much rather wear, like, when they're going out with a white person, they'll make themselves look more like Don Lemon than 50 Cent, even if though they have both of those. Why the fuck are you trying to, like... Listen, that's the... Th- like that's why just, does it have to be like the po- like the extremes? You know, like there's something called nuance. You <laughs> could wear whatever you feel comfortable with. Like mm-hmm. no one says that you have to dress like either of those two people. Like, cause, cause, guess what? Fifty Cent, Don Lemon, they wear what they want to wear, and they're comfortable in their own skins. Yeah. You know, no one says that, like, I have to dress, like, like in some sort of extreme to either rep my culture or mm-hmm. abandon my culture. Yeah. Like, hell, I, I'm a black-ass man, and I wear athleisure. <laughs> okay? And I... And you do love your athleisure. I really do. It's mad, it's mad comfortable. <laughs> I always feel comfortable in my own skin, no matter what I'm doing and no matter where I'm going. And it's... Also, partially because majority of the clothes that I wear, I get for free from my company. <laughs> yes. So actually, one hundred percent of what I'm wearing today, <laughs> maybe minus the undershirt. <laughs> um, but I think that this is something that Black people definitely have to work on, like the same way we need to work on, you know, post-traumatic slave syndrome, mm-hmm. and you know, healing our epigenetics of before we have children and passing down more and more of this trauma. I feel like that's the part of the trauma we have to kind of get rid of for ourselves. So it's not passed down to our children is the constant, um, being constantly worried about what white people think about us mm-hmm. in any capacity. Like they don't care or they don't care what we think about them. Yeah. So why should we care about what they think about us? And it's not even being in any cocky way. It's just like, for who, why should you care so much? Yeah. They don't have any power over our life. And if you think that they do, then that's even worse. <laughs> like, yeah. you really need to get get it together. Because if you're still going to be allowing white people to dictate what you look like and who you what you dress, how many years has it been since they went and stole us from the continent mm. and invaded and bullshitted their way? Around the world, mm-hmm. like it's just been too much. I like we've been our our ancestors, our even our parents have gone through way too much mm. for for me to sit here and have to pretend like I care what a white person thinks about what I'm doing with my body, with my hair, with my clothing, like none of it. Right. Um. Your therapist, please chime in. And let us know if that is a mental illness and how people can get rid of it. Send us an email. Send us an email at black and snurdy pod. What is it? I don't know why you're letting me do this to myself. <laughs> I don't know why you're black letting and me do that. Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um. Very straightforward. <laughs> Uh, speaking, I know, I know we kind of moved off of her for a little bit, but, uh, speaking of Eve, have you been watching Queens? Not yet, I haven't watched it I gotta tell you, I've been watching each and every episode and it is the worst show that I'm going to keep watching throughout the entire season because I want to support this fucking show. I hope it gets a second season and gets better. Like, it's one of those, it's one of those shows where like, it has all the makings of a show that could be good. But it's not right now because I think it's still trying to find 
what works and what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I think if they get a second season that it has the potential of being way better than it really is. But right now it's just the most melodramatic bullshit <laughs> ever. I'm like, has uh, Tyler Perry secretly been writing for the show? Like, because of just how, like, over, you know how, like, shows are supposed to be, like, show, don't tell? Yeah. Yeah, this is, like, tell and tell and tell <laughs> some more and tell again and rap about it. And then rap while telling. And rap while telling and telling and telling. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. But I I, I need people, I need everybody out there, listeners, to watch Queens on ABC. I think it comes on Tuesdays because it's on Hulu on Wednesdays. Please watch this show so that I have someone else to watch, to talk to. <laughs> talk to you about this show i'm trying to get my friend uh i'm trying to get one of my friends <laughs> including you including uh shout out to uh, the other two friends who i'm trying to get to watch the show y'all know who y'all know who y'all are and uh please watch this show so that i'm not crazy i'm not going i will it. i'll try it out okay at least watch the first episode and tell me what you think <laughs> Um, but I know there has a lot going on there. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? It makes on my block seem tame. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which is how overt the bullshit is. Oh, my God. Uh, but you know what? I know I'm, I'm seeming like I'm in a good mood and I'm just, you know, kind of up. Because it's up. Um, if you're up, then you're up. If you're up, then you're up. But guess what? Not everything can be up. Sometimes we got to go down and get into the things that have been bothering us, irking us, pissing us off. It's time for Gripe Here. Bring it. What? We gripe here. We're not griping anywhere else. We gripe here. This takes space for us to share. We gripe here. We ain't griping anywhere else. We gripe here. Uh, uh, uh. You know, I hated this for a long time, but now it's growing on me. Uh, you know, I always loved it. Yeah, I know. I know. So, uh, what's bothering you, my friend? Oh, so many things. Mm hmm. Um, well, the main thing that's been bothering me uh, this weekend, last week, mm-hmm. um, was I don't know if you've well you've by now probably heard about the Astro World um, incident yeah. where now unfortunately nine people have died. It's nine. Yeah, because Ooh. one of the pe- women she was twenty two she was in a coma. Mm. Um, she passed away. There's a, t- a nine is he maybe nine or ten who he's still in a coma. We don't know yet on mm. about him. Yeah, nine people have died. Uh, hundreds have been injured. Uh, yeah, hundreds. I think yeah. it was like 300 plus people were injured. Were injured, trampled upon. There's been stories of uh, of uh, some maniac running around with uh, injecting, with people, a, injecting with people, injected a security, uh, guard. security guard with stuff, and they found a, a a pin that looked like an injection. So, like, that, that kind of got substantiated. Uh, I hope I'm using that word correctly. I think so. Um, but just overall, um, just just I I feel terrible for the lives that were lost, and uh, and my heart goes out to those who are recovering from this, uh, from the trampling, for all those who got injured. All those, it's just it's a terrible. It's so illness. horrible. Everything I've been seeing about it has just been really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
you know, I know that there's so many different perspectives that people have mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, you know, is he at fault? Is he not at fault? Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Like, who's at fault? And to me, I think everyone's at fault. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, the organizers are, well, he's one of the organizers, so he's a part of this as well. But the organizers are at fault of not making sure there was enough security. Mm-hmm. He's at fault because we already know before this happened, his history of causing mayhem at shows but just in general this one you know telling the people to push through and he knew knowing that there's too many people there um not stopping the show even if it's like yes he stopped it for a few minutes because to say you know the just to get the person that was in the front but i he could not have have stopped quote unquote necessarily the um people pushing forward Mm. but i feel like if you're on stage you can't tell me you couldn't see the the ambulances trying to get through and being danced on by the kids like those are the things that to me i'm like i need to have answers for that before i could just say oh you definitely wouldn't have been able to tell because if in that video that kylie put up on her story you could hear people chanting like stop the show people like help me, people are dying. Like, you could hear them shouting, and then, then she deleted the deleted the story because, obviously, they don't want people, you know, using that against her. But I just feel like it's very, very um, distasteful to act like this is just an accident and a fluke. Like, him saying, oh, I'll pay for a month of your better help, um, allegedly, and then finding out that allegedly BetterHelp sells your data when you use them. BetterHelp as in the the, the, the service? Yeah. The therapy-esque yeah. service? So the, allegedly they do sell your data. I if was you, not aware of that. Neither was I, but apparently there was a, there's a, a therapist who was approached by BetterHelp. He proved, pulled out some receipts that they had asked him to collaborate with something and that would have gotten them to give him money. But in the terms and conditions, it shows that they have um, access to your data and will sell it. Mm. So I'm like, well, now I have to do more research on that and see if this is widespread and what can be done about that Just and how, if you're going to use the service, how it works. Mm. Um there's just so much that goes into this. And I, like I said, if he's still performing at Coachella, I will not go. I don't even remember who else is performing at Coachella, but I don't think there's anybody that I would care about enough to go. Right. So I'm fine with selling my tickets. I think I'm just, I'm over the sort of festival vibe anyway. Um, Chalk it up to just being older or just chalk it up to, like, you know, like, me feeling like uh, festivals are a young man's game. Like, I would prefer to see an artist that I like in a setting where I can sit down (laughs) and that I don't have to worry about being horribly surrounded by... (laughs) Lots of people. Lots of people. uh, Because we're still... Look, shit's opening up. Obviously, but we're still in a panda, right? Panda, 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 
Yeah, so like, so I, I just don't want to be like, I, I have space issues. I don't want to be surrounded by people. I like, bought, I'm, um, I'm doing throwing bowls right now, even <laughs> to the wind right now, just at the concept of being like sandwiched in front of and smelling all different types of body odors and shit, sweating <laughs> while people are trying to uh fucking play sicko mode and shit. I um purchased um. VIP for Coachella. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, that's great. But I'm like, I don't even want to be around him. I feel like he has negative energy. I feel like his negative energy would just cause bullshit to happen. And I'm not interested. I'm not, honestly, I'm not. You got goosebumps? God damn it. I wasn't close. I was too busy yawning and, and not close enough to the mic to make that joke. Anyhow, anyhow, sorry, continue. Um, But yeah, that's the. This whole situation's been what's pissing me off. I'm pissed off at all the people who are defending him, mm-hmm. um, and not taking this as seriously as seriously as I feel like they could mm-hmm. have. I think that his his history of causing dangerous situations at this festival and other concerts it should all be taken into account. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I sent you something um, to play. Mm-hmm. That um, this is talking about more so these people with the like anti-black um, satanic panic that they've been putting on, um, and I think it's just important for people to listen to this perspective. Okay, so I'm going to be talking about um, a conspiracy theory surrounding Astro World and Astrofest. So um, those are your trigger warnings, just to let you know. So one of the things that I find really fascinating about the whole demonic um, conspiracy theories is that there's a lot of overlap between people thinking it's demonic and people who think that slavery wasn't that bad. And I think there's a sort of reluctance with people coming to terms with how deep human depravity and callousness actually goes. And it seems particularly American to absolve individual actors in favor of demonic possession or demonic um, rituals. When in reality, what he did or failed to do was incredibly human. And I think that that's what scares a lot of people and what, what a lot of people cannot come to terms with is that he acted as a human being. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's a he he's a person with uh with flaws and in this instance uh you know like I know we talked about this a little bit earlier but like as the story unfolded throughout the week and as I learned but like I do think that he shares uh I do think he shares some of the blame you know like he put his name his it's his it's his festival he has his name on there even though like he you could argue that like it's uh, you know, like the brunt of it should be with Live Nation. Uh, mm. but like it's his name and his brand and his show and mm. his performance that this happened on. It happened on his watch. So he, he I'm not saying it's 100% of the fucking blame, but he's not blameless. Well, I think Live Nation, they knew, like, they knew that it was they're the organizers that they're that like he has a history of violence at his shows. He knew that they told him that there was too many people. He also knew that he tweeted out for people to bum rush, and that whenever he does that, people do it. 
So I'm like, you really, I think everyone, like, the fact that they didn't have enough security, they didn't, um, you know, stop the show when they, after they heard that there might have been trampling. Just everyone is culpable, and they need to make sure that they're giving these people real access to real uh, mental health care and not just a one-month trial on something. Like, that's not enough for someone to move on from seeing their brother killed as they're trying to save their you know fiance that is traumatic and seeing like children laid up in the hospital because they were at this fucking festival too the poor man i mean now everyone could have different opinions about whether or not you should have brought this nine-year-old ten-year-old boy there but regardless he came there not like maybe you might have a fight but no one's thinking you're going to be trampled at a uh, event like him having his son there was like, this is their, maybe this is they really like his music. And unfortunately, it ended in, in tragedy. Mm. But that's not his fault. The fault It's the fault of the people who were in there acting like ridiculous and crazy and that had, you know, spoiled, or just spoiling the time for other people. And it makes me annoyed because we know that when one black person does something, that unfortunately now any other black artist who wants to have an uh, event could possibly face more scrutiny mm-hmm. because now Travis Scott doesn't know how to act. You saw that, uh, I think it was Tiana Taylor. Yeah, she I saw that. stopped her show when yep. somebody had, like, in order to assist somebody else. Yep. Yeah. But I see that happening so often. So that's why I'm like, everyone's telling, saying, oh, he may not have known, he may not have known. But I'm like, I've seen celebrities that are bigger than Travis Scott having bigger concerts stop their content to be like that person is looking like there's something going on with them, help them out. So I'm confused as if we can do, if someone who's bigger than than you could do that, why couldn't you have just paused and been like, hold on, let's stop before every, we go back because something's going on here. And just and even just, you know, the cameraman, what, of the young people going up there, yelling at him, saying someone's dead. Like, even if, yeah, you may not have been able to stop streaming because of Apple, but you could have easily went into your um, mic and said, hey, something's going on. There's someone reporting that there might have been a, a, um, a death in the crowd. Can you guys go check it out? Like, simple, easy, boom. You're still doing your job, but you're making sure if this is a credible threat that it's being taken care of. Mm. So everyone's culpable to me. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? What, do you? what is bothering you this week? Yo, fuck these re- uh, uh, real real estate people who are out here saying that a one-bedroom is <laughs> a one-bedroom, like a studio is a one-bedroom, instead of just saying it's a goddamn studio. Like, I am looking for my own place to live at this point. I am in my 30s. I don't want to live with roommates anymore. I want to live by myself, alone, isolated, like a goddamn hermit. That is my (laughs) right. That is uh, what I have worked my ass to get to the point where I can do that. I now make enough money to be able to do that. Uh I want to do it. And it is not helpful when I'm up here clearly saying that I want a one-bedroom and you're like, well, yeah, it is a one bedroom. It just doesn't have a living room. Like, shut the fuck up. That's not a one bedroom. Yeah. That's a that's a studio. They think that because there's a door or like a a, a space that's like cut off between the other room that somehow it makes it now no longer a studio. 
Yeah, like I, I don't understand this place that uh, we're 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 gonna go see a, a, a spot in a few days, and like the I, you were like, what kind of places? I was like, oh, it's a one bedroom because the description says one bedroom. They finally sent me the fucking video, and in the video, it's only like what, like thirty, forty five seconds, and they yeah. show they show the kitchen, they show the bathroom, they show the one room, and then yeah. it just stops. It stops at the one room. I'm like, wait, where is? <laughs> Where no, you just showed me the living room. Where's the actual bedroom where there's a door on the bedroom to to indicate that it is a bedroom? You just showed me a living room. And I even messaged them. I said, uh, just for clarification, the description says that this is a one bedroom. <laughs> is this a one bedroom or is this a studio? And they have yet to email me back, but they could email me about what my credit score is mm-hmm. and how much money I make and when I'm looking to move and how many people I'm moving in with and all this other shit. Oh, you could you could hit me up with all this other fucking information, but when I ask you like specifically what is this apartment type, you can't give me no information. And fuck everybody else who's also like I thought it was illegal now to charge for brokers and shit wasn't that supposed to be a huge thing why is there still fucking broker's fees (laughs) like i'm supposed to be going to see a place on monday and it has a fucking broker's fee how much is a broker's fee the broker's fee is is one month's rent that's ridiculous yeah so like it basically i i would have to have what the first month rent uh the broker's fee and the security deposit in order to move in okay so not first last and security no it's first security and the broker's fee all right, that's if you just you don't have to if you don't have to do first month and but last the broker's fee is what I was gonna use. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. What did you say? Oh no, just saying if you if it's only those three, that's more normal than having to do that. Those three plus the broker's fee, but I mean they I don't know why they get can get so money much money off of that. I know that they do working on the contracts and stuff that definitely deserves to you know get paid, but like damn. Yeah, I want to fucking move, but I don't want to get fucking scammed doing it. And all I want is to, uh, God damn it. Like, I wanted to pay fucking for movers to come take my shit. Yeah. If I end up going with this one place and end up having to pay a broker's fee, guess what? I don't have enough for movers. Well, I guess, well, you have to just. Well, I mean, I guess I could. Dip into some other savings in order to pay for movers. How much do you think movers are going to be? Five hundred. Uh, I, 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 I'm saving for like five, five to seven hundred, mm-hmm. for like a like a legit moving company, uh, to come in to take all my stuff. I'll still pack up the stuff, but you know, like to come and take it and just move it for a day. Yeah, and pack it up into their trucks and stuff, and then providing the trucks and the dollies and all the other shit. Yeah, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I want I'm, someone to pack the stuff for me. You know, I feel like that's extra. I mean, obviously, I feel, I feel like it's extra. It is probably gonna be fucking extra, but I don't mind packing shit up. I honestly don't mind packing shit up. But uh, yeah, uh, just knock it off, real estate in New York. Yeah. Like I've had it with you guys. Like you make you make moving such a fucking chore. <laughs> God, why can't anything be fucking smooth? I thought making more money would mean like that some of the shit would be a little bit more easy and streamlined. No, yeah. y'all make it so fucking hard, and I'm sick of it. And not to, and 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 um. And also Terry Crews in this fucking Amazon ad. Uh. Like come the fuck like yeah. him. He is. <sighs> 
He's a coon. Like, I, I don't know what else to tell Terry you. Terry Coons. Yeah, I don't know what else to fucking tell and you. Like, writer. I could absolutely believe that he put the same amount of energy into being an Amazon worker while wearing, like, that fucking expensive ass watch that is <laughs> more than, like, two times, three times, five times more than an annual uh, Amazon, like, laborer's salary and shit like that. Like, I could absolutely believe he thought what he was doing was like, oh, yeah, it's Amazon. Like, dude, tap dancing away. Way in that fucking stupid commercial. Fuck Terry Crews, and I'm sick of his antics. I'm sick of seeing him come up on my timeline. Oh, what did Terry do now? Like, just every time, every single goddamn time. And I'm just, I'm sick of it, and I'm annoyed, and it bothers me. I'm glad he's not getting so much airtime on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Well, Brooklyn Nine Nine is over now. So, like, what, what's the next? What, where are you gonna get your money now? tap dancing for whom else mm-hmm. i guess he's just gonna tap dance for all these fucking multi-billion dollar corporations and shit and just being yep. a commercials and stuff like oh it's so fu-. like cosplaying this nigga is cosplaying as a fucking amazon worker that's essentially <laughs> what he's doing that's exactly what he's doing and i'm sick of it does i wonder if he and his wife are still together they haven't mentioned anything about it she's probably i don't know i don't want to speculate i'm not about to speculate on her or anything like that because it's not her fault. She's not doing anything wrong. Like she told not, him to shut up before. She told him shut up. Like I'm, he I didn't guarantee. Listen. Every time he comes home, I'm sure she just shakes her head. She has to be like the the quintessential disappointed father. Mm-hmm. That like <laughs> mm-hmm. she's like whatever. She's Give me like, my allowance. Like this is my king. <laughs> Is this my kid? Buy me some clothing, please. Uh, fine. What? Let's use this white girl's uh, paycheck and uh, I guess get another addition to the wing of this house. Uh, <laughs> in my mind, everybody who's wealthy has wings. Every week, she stashes some money away. Mm-hmm. And when the kids are all out of high school, college, whatever they are, mm. she's going to make her exit. Yeah. She already has a boyfriend. She's got a fucking uh, account at Carver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just to offset his bullshit, she yep. has an account at Carver. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. But you know what? That's 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 it for me. That's all that's, all that's uh, annoying me or pissing me off. All right. I got nothing else. I'm heated. I need to calm the fuck down. And I need to calm the fuck down and uh, at least, like, chill. Let me bring my blood level Blood mm-hmm. pressure down a little Breathe, bit. Breathe, stretch, shake, let it go. Let it go. Uh, and uh, instead, let's talk about the stuff that made us happy. I'm the baby merchant. Cats are us. I give you all the service and no damn fuss. Give the baby merchant just a week or two. I'll have your baby for you. Yes. Yay! I love that. I missed it. I missed it hearing that song. Yes, I love that song. You know what? And now I feel calm. I feel calm. All <laughs> it took was playing that song to make me feel. It calm. always makes me feel better. Yeah. Um. So, what is making you feel happy this week? I've solidified my holiday plans. So I will be uh go. My father and my nephew are gonna be coming up to New York, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be going to my uh, friend's house for uh, Thanksgiving. It'll be the first Thanksgiving that I've spent in a different location because normally it's either in Queens 
or in Baltimore. This time it's going to be, uh, I don't want to give the location upstate. away, but it's going to be upstate New York. Uh, and yes, uh, in case that individual is listening, yes, it is upstate. Uh, I don't know where you think you live, but that's upstate. No, it's definitely upstate. Thank you. Uh, because they're like, no, it doesn't. it's not upstate. This, this, this. What else would it be? It's upstate. I don't know. but it's like above Westchester. It, it, there we go. There we go. Uh, so <laughs> that's my stance, but I'm, but I'm happy. I'm happy that, uh, those plans are in place and tomorrow from when we're recording this podcast, uh, it's going to be AEW's full gear pay-per-view and I'm going to be watching this with a couple of friends and it's going to be a wild night. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited. AEW is a wrestling pay-per-view. Uh, it's, it's the, one of the biggest events of the year. And, uh, it, I'm just saying words at you at this point. I hope Hangman Page wins the AEW World Championship. And I'm looking forward to Eddie Kingston and CM Punk duking it out because it's the most exciting fucking match of the night. Uh, and also, um, MJF versus Darby Allen. Seems like it's going to be a fun fucking match. Uh, I, in that match, I kind of hope MJF wins. Uh, and, uh, what else is on the card? Um... The Super Click versus Jurassic Express and Christian Cage. Uh, you know what? I hope that uh, I hope that Jurassic dude. There's a wrestler whose name is Luchasaurus. It's this giant dude <laughs> who says that that uh, who says that he's a fucking dinosaur, and he backs that shit up with dinosaur facts. All right. Um, I <laughs> I love exp- I love trying to explain wrestling and wrestlers to people. I'm just like, there's this slubby guy named Eddie Kingston who's like from the fucking streets and he has depression and shit like that, but he's fought through it in order. To like and and he's like a big fan favorite. Um, I want to see this Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus, yes, Luchasaurus. He's the tag team partner of Jungle Boy, and together they make Jurassic Express. Jungle Boy is actually Luke Perry's son. In real life, uh, Luke Perry the actor. Luke Perry the actor. His son is a wrestler. Yeah, his son is a wrestler. Wow. Yep. And he goes by the name of Jungle Boy. Okay. Yeah. Um, And he's and he's a really good wrestler too. So. Well, good for him. Yeah. Uh, what's made me happy this week? Well, I'm still pretty happy about Poland. Mm-hmm. That was really fun for me. Um, I mean, being able to sleep back in my bed. Ugh, it's been lovely. <sighs> you never get tired of sleeping in your bed, even when you think, ugh, whatever. Nope. It's always so good. So that's really been making me happy. Um, yeah, I think that's just having a safe trip. I feel very grateful. Um, I came back, everything was okay, all good in the hood, so, yeah, that's it and that's all. That's it and that's all, that's it and that's all, Uh, that's it, that's all, that's it and that's all, Uh, that's it, that's all, that's it and that's all, that's it, that's all, that's it and that's all, we forgot the ultimate thing that made us happy being black and alive yes yay oh and of course uh <laughs> yeah because beyonce just has a, a just dropped a new song called be alive it, it's funny. I I said that not, not remembering. remembering. 
It was because Beyonce has already gotten into your spirit. Exactly. Got into my spirit. Here's a quick snippet of the song. So just going to go ahead and play that for a little bit. Um, do you want to play that now? Or do you want to play that kind of as the outro of the of the podcast? Let's do it at the outro because okay. I want you all to, I want you to end this by going to listen to, listen to this next. Mm-hmm. Like it, love it, share it, and I cannot wait for the album because if it is anything like this going to be like the theme of it, I'm completely here for it. I'm here for it as well, and uh, yeah, that's everything that's made us happy. This has been the Black and Snurdy Podcast, and if uh, you could reach out to us anytime, and uh, I hope you're doing fine. (laughs) Yes, ditto. Take it easy, and we'll be back next time. So good. Agreed. So good. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to contact the podcast, you can reach us via email at blackandsnerdypodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at blackandsnerdypodcast, as well as on Twitter at blackandsnerdy. You can find me, Maurice, on all social media under the handle licorishislegit. That's L-I-C-O-R-I-S-H is legit. And you can find me on Instagram. It's that's O-D-T-H-A-T-S-O-D dot E. And on Twitter, T-H-A-T-S-O-D underscore E. And don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to us. Tune in next time to the Black and Snurdy Podcast, where snurds of a feather flock together. Remember No, this is keeping it. We're keeping this in. Don't forget to take your meds and your subs and drink water. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I actually want to keep that.